Welcome back to another episode of TFM Bets. Yes, I'm back on the East Coast. Trent is still in Texas. And yes, I'm not wearing powder here. You know, I feel like it was a classic Zoom move. So I'm completely naked if you guys want to subscribe to our OnlyFans, TFM Bets slash OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's going on, Trent? How you doing? Are you back in uh, Jersey? Yeah, I'm back in the Dirty Jers. We're back in the Dirty Jers. Let's go. Feeling good, dude. Feeling good. The, uh, shockingly, though, the Texas airport's not as crowded as I thought they'd be. That's huge. That's huge. Where'd you go? Dallas Love Field? DFW. DFW. I hate DFW, bro. It sucks. I don't mind DFW. I'm not, I'm not, I hate you it. Know, I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. I hate DFW. it. I, went, I lived here for four years. I despise going to fucking DFW, bro. It sucks. Glad yeah, you made it home like, safe, yeah. though. <laughs> Thanks, man. It was, you know, it was a tough ride. A little bit of turbulence here and there. No, it's fine. Um, but even shocking is it's snowing in Texas. Dude, I'm looking out my window. I'm like, holy shit, bro. Does it make it's you like want to get cute and like invite the girl over and get some hot chocolate going? Or like what's your vibe does, right dude. now with the snow? It does. It really does. Me and Shelly might snuggle up, watch a movie tonight. Well, that's not what I thought. But yeah, I mean, that sounds good too. <laughs> um, hopefully you invite Katie to that. Or maybe not. You know, let's get a little weird. Um, <laughs> but we speaking of the snow, you know, obviously we're going to talk about the NFL Sunday slate, that's that's pretty much going to be the primary. We're going to try to talk about the NBA games a little bit on Christmas, but, you know, there's no lines out now. We're recording on Thursday. Wearing my jet green, go Jets. Um, if they win, let's clip this. It was always us. Fuck the Jaguars. If we lose, we can clip this one. Um, you know, Jets are going to jet. Tough game. Uh, we have looks to execute. Classic, bro. That's just a that's such a classic Jets fan mentality going into the game. I feel like I actually just summed up my entire Jets fandom in, in that second one. You know, we had our look, but we didn't execute. <laughs> uh, no, I'm excited for tonight's game. Um, what is the weather like right now over there? Because as you know, in our prize picks, I got the field goal prop, uh, which is obviously very weather dependent. So, Dude, to be honest, the weather is good. No rain, no snow. It's definitely a little chilly. Um, so I don't know how I'm feeling about the field goal prop, but you know, we're there, we're in it. So we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, I you know, we- people are going to get this episode after the game anyway. So I got the weatherman in my Twitter DMS, uh, saying 30 mile per hour wins, GGs on the field goals. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> here uh, we go. where'd they get their degrees? Shout out to all the weathermen, uh, for that last call in the Bills, uh, Dolphins game. Yeah. Three inches of snow, right? So passing yards, mm. probably not a good look. There wasn't a drop of snow on the field. No, there one, wasn't dude. a drop <laughs> of snow. The field actually looked better than it did in the beginning of the year when it was sunny out. I'll be honest. Oh, dude, it could have been fucking, it could have been summertime for fuck's <laughs> sakes. But no, I got weathermen trying to say, oh, there's three inches of snow. You should take the under. That shit's soaring under. Yeah, no, you're not a weatherman, Bozo. Yeah, now keep it, keep uh, keep your weather app closed for the night. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but the, speaking of the Bills, the Bills are playing the Bears. Let's just jump right in. Playing in Chicago, the spread is minus eight. One of the games I wanted to talk about because apparently weather might be a factor. It seems like it's going to be a classic Chicago game. It's going to be freezing cold. There might be snow. What do you like? How do you look at these games? Because when I look at these games, I go, I'm as well just take the Bears plus eight if the weather's going to be that bad. And Chicago weather compared to Buffalo weather, I feel like you see classics at Soldier Field where there will be snow on the field. And when it's cold, it's fucking cold. So why not take Justin Fields with the points, even though it is against a really good Buffalo team that also plays in, in colder weather most of the year? 
Yeah, and the the Bears have been playing really competitive, especially against good teams. They I feel like they play really they play up or down to their matchup, you know. Um they're they're fighting really hard against, you know, some of the top teams in the league. And then they go up against some bozos and you know, they keep it close there too. Um but yeah, I don't want to fade Justin Fields. He's got a lot to prove despite, you know, only having three wins on the season. Uh he loves keeping games close. He keeps his team in it regardless of, you know, the outcome. Um eight and a half, it's a tricky number. Uh, more than a touchdown, fuck, dude. In the chilly cold at home, with the Mima, with the with with the Mima, with Mima lingering with that hook there, bro. Fuck. You know, dude. You know that's me. I know. I hate betting against Josh Allen. Seven Bears drive, kick a field goal, game ends. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Kick a field goal, onside kick. They don't get it. Game over. <laughs> yep. GG. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, no, clip that after that happens because I can just smell it already, bro. <laughs> so what would you – I mean, obviously you're, you're not required to pick a side, but I feel like I would go Bears plus eight, and I would feel – I'm going to be honest, I feel like I would feel very confident in that. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. I definitely could see Bills ML going in the surge. Um, I think they Ooh. win this game for sure. But I could see it being close. Uh, I mean, Fields at home, you know, usually is able to – to keep these games close. So I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that plus eight and a half. But I would say you said it feels like they should win at home. Last time they're in terrible weather at Solar Field against a really good team. Justin Field squeaked out a win against yeah. the 49ers. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. When it was pouring rain. Bad weather in Soldier Field, dude. I'm telling you, it might be a Bears money line sprink and bing. Yeah. I mean, the Bills are used to playing in this weather, too. So if it were like the Dolphins or something, it'd be different. But, yeah, no, that's going to be a good game. Uh, over quarterback rush yards on both sides in that one should be a good luck. Oh, okay. I mean, definitely Justin Fields is rushing yards. I mean, until they put it at 99 and a half, I probably Dude, will still take it every single game. He's almost – so I've seen some people have his uh, goat whale prop, his season-long rush yards in their goat whale. It, he's almost doubled it, bro. That's insane, actually. I know. I know. It cashed in like week 11. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you're here thinking the goat's going to throw 32 or whatever it was. Oh, my. Um, speaking, speaking of the goat's former team, the Patriots are playing the Bengals. I thought this game's going to be interesting. It's in New England. The Bengals are minus three. Are the Bengals the team they were last year now? Are they the team they were last year, you asked? Yeah, they now getting back to that form. That's like I feel like the Bengals are now becoming like I feel like the beginning of the year was a little rocky. Then we hit some injuries. Guys are coming back now, and I feel like the Bengals are starting to kind of pick up momentum again that they had at the end of last season as well. Dude, this game is so sketchy, bro. I could so see it now. This is a game where I would take the Bengals, and then Belichick fucking steals the coin. Like I'm really well, bad I'm at picking the Bengals. Yeah, no, I'm really bad at picking spots with the Bengals. Uh, as we've learned on this okay. podcast. Um, okay. I don't know. I kind of have a bone to pick with the Bengals because they sold a lot of the surge sixes in the beginning of the year. And then I hop on the fade train, and now they're becoming the team they were last year. Uh, so this is such a short line. It shocks me that it's minus three. I know it's on the road in New England, but mm-hmm. fuck, dude. What are you thinking? You Bengals for sure? Is this a, I'm thinking Bengals, dude. And I'm thinking Bengals for, for a couple reasons. One, I feel... 
like the Patriots do scare me. I feel like well, the last time we talked about the Patriots, we talked about Mac Jones and, and Aperture getting into it and, and Mac Jones starting to figure it out a little bit and, you know, betting on the wrong side of Mac Jones. And when he's feeling himself, like I said, we talked about the quarterback rankings where I put Mac Jones. He is a good quarterback. They're just running a bad offense is what I feel like is happening. Um, and, but this Bengals team, though, they're starting to get hot. They're starting to get hot. I mean, you're down 17 nothing. You come back and you're up 27-17 to Tom Brady. That's the Bengals team that made it to the Super Bowl last year. That's the uh, Bengals gotta, team that – No, I was going to say, this yeah. is a really interesting game now that I think about it. you got a team coming off an incredible comeback, uh, being down 17 nothing in the first half. The storm back, scored 30 unanswered, bro. Uh, going up against a team who just had – the most atrocious sell job in the history of the game. You're buying good news with the Bengals, buying bad news with the Pats as a home dog, bro. That just might be too sharp, too cute, but I mean... Is it too you cute? Think? You think that's too cute? That's 100% too cute, bro. Do you, do you hear what I sound like right now? I ain't no fucking sharp. But you're buying bad news on a home dog in fucking December with Belichick. Oh, fuck the Bengals, bro. Give me the pats. Wow. See, now that you break that down, I feel like it wouldn't be buying bad news. You'd be selling bad news on the Patriots, and you'd be buying the Bengals on good news. That's like the opposite of what you do in every, every other um, sect of business. Dude, that's actually a really good point. You know, I feel, oh, dude. No, I'm taking the right? Bengals. Fuck you. I'm not letting you talk about Joe Burrow. Fuck you. I'm not going to be I'm sitting not- there watching Mac Jones be a fucking bot again. They just yeah. lost to the fucking Raiders, dude. There's a difference between selling on bad news and just selling. You sold to the fucking Raiders. The Raiders might be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, no, they're, they're bad, bro. I, I can't you sold to the Raiders. <laughs> you sold to the Raiders. Dude, the Raiders, man, they're they're mean. Nobody. The Raiders sell. You don't sell to the Raiders. The Raiders sell on you. Facts. I'm taking Bengals. I'm taking Bengals. I'm taking Bengals. Take them, bro. Happily take them. Another short line that I feel like doesn't make a lot of sense, but listen, I feel, you know, not socially am I with this team, but the Browns are minus two and a half to the Saints. If you're going to keep giving me short lines – and you're going to keep giving me games under Deshaun Watson's belt, I'm going to keep taking the Browns. Yeah, that's a weird spot. I'm going to keep taking the Browns. Why are um, they only I don't light? think it's that weird of a spot. I really don't. When you watch the last Browns game, there's one touchdown. Uh, they're really still not working the ball that well on offense. Their defense is definitely good, but the Saints are frisky, right? The Saints have been a frisky team. Uh, it feels like they've been frisky. It feels like every time – um, there's a short line. They seem to cover it, except on primetime when Andy Dalton wants to be the biggest bot of all time. But a 5-9 and nine Saints team going up against a 6-8 and eight Browns team in Cleveland, so you assume the weather's going to be awful. Uh, I'm not shocked it's a short line. I'm really not. Um, but I, I feel like if you're going to keep giving me short lines on Deshaun Watson with games under his belt more as we go, I'm, I'm going to take the Browns. And I'll, I'd probably take the money line, though. I'll leave Meemaw at the door because they might be, you know, they might be up six or they might be up fucking whatever they are, and the Saints will come down and make it like a, a two-point game. Yeah. Dude, it's such a short line. I love the Browns at home as a money line piece for sure. kind of reminds me of last week uh, when you took the money line in your little bozo pack. Um, the Saints are just such a weird team, bro. 
Um, I, I had them last week. They looked good, actually. Got to give it to them. Um, I don't know. So I, I, think the Browns- say, I, think, I think why the line is short really quick, not to cut you off. Miles Garrett, David Njoku, Amari Cooper, and Nick Chubb are all questionable. So oh. that's probably factoring into the, into the short line. But even without those guys, dude, I mean, you look at the Saints, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, those guys are questionable as well. But even with those injuries, this is a game where Deshaun Watson, you, you have to win. It was my point with last game as well. This is where you see why the Browns waited. Either you come out, and if your team is battered and bruised, and you win this game, this is a quarterback that brought the Texans to the fucking playoffs. The Texans. Who's bringing the Texans to the playoffs? Nobody. Thanks. So you waited this long for him. I don't care what your team looks like, dude. I don't care what your team looks like on paper. Whatever team is out there, you waited this long for this guy. Deshaun, you wanted your job back after being one of the most deplorable humans off the field. You have to win these games. You have to win out. You have to win out if you're Deshaun Watson now. You have to. You have to. I feel like this is a game where Browns fans get what they want for Christmas, and that's a Browns win. And everyone listening takes the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> In in classic TFM bets fashion, <laughs> I'll go on a massive tangent, and all the comments will be all right. So Saints plus two and a half. <laughs> Facts, bro. Um, but listen, there's actually there's only a couple games that are more than a touchdown. Everything else on this slate is going to be less than a touchdown. So you're going to be you're going to be picking and choosing your spots here. Um, a game I saw this morning, I immediately wanted to talk to you about. Do you know the spread of the Kansas City Chiefs game? Uh, yeah, it's 10, and they probably aren't covering. And are you aware, I just saw a stat this morning, that Pat Mahomes with a spread of 10 or higher is 9-1 and one straight up and 1-9 and nine against the spread. That's insane, bro. That's unreal. He's due. I would, love to, I would love to know what, who, beat, who beat him as a 10-point dog. I don't know. That's a good point. It was like nine and one. So somebody got his number. Somebody yeah. had his number. I don't remember that. But I'm not I shocked. Know. I mean, the last two weeks, he's been almost 14, 17 point dogs, and they won by what? It was like really close games at the end. Oh, right? yeah. No, they all those games yeah, have so, been absolutely down to the wire. So I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but having said that, Pat Mahomes, one and nine against the spread, 10, or point, 10 points or higher. I'm taking the Chiefs minus 10. Fuck the Seahawks, dude. I'm over the Seahawks. The Geno Smith hype is done. I bet on him twice. He's looked like a fucking bozo twice. I'm taking <laughs> Pat Mahomes. This is this is what I told you last episode. He was due to cover a spread. This is the spread he's due to cover because I, as an awful better, looked at this spread and I went, no way Gino doesn't cover 10. And he's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. Yeah. He's not. No, I mean, Don't do what you- I think you're going to do and say you're going to take the Seahawks plus 10 because I, he's not. You know, I'm not taking Seahawks plus 10. I'm not doing it. Um, but the Chiefs, bro, that defense is so bad. They were making the Texans look like a contender last week, dude. That is true. Um, it, it's bro. unreal. They can't cover a spread. Despite Mahomes, you know, being a magician, it doesn't matter. They always find a way to, like, give up a lead, sell the lead, and then find a way to close the door, win the game, but not cover. It's just Chiefs. That's Chiefs fashion right there. It happens every time. What my what I will be t- paying attention to in this game heavily. We are five receptions away from Travis Kelsey cashing his goat well. Oh, let's go. 
Let's go. So over six and a half receptions in this game. Um, absolutely. And Tom Brady's only what? 30 touchdowns away? <laughs> Hey, if we go three or five, I get four <laughs> racks back. So we're rooting for it. Oh, that's actually huge. Yeah. That's huge, dude. What? But yeah, yes. Cause I need I need two touchdowns from Derek, two touchdowns from C D, and five receptions from Kelsey. I'm so right, nervous well, about C D, bro. Well, I mean, let's talk about those games then. Texas played the Titans. The Titans are minus three. We just talked about that Texans team has gotten a little frisky. I feel like when you look at that Texans team, this is a team that Derrick Henry runs all over. Oh, yeah, dude. If you look at his prize pick square, this is the highest it's been all year. 110 so this rush. Is what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I also like the Titans minus three because when he's in command and he's in the driver's seat of a Titans game, they they normally blow the team out. They normally dude, we were watching, he's in the driver's seat, they blow teams out. We were watching this game, uh, the Titans game last week. They just – they, I hate the play calling on Tennessee, bro. There's so many times where it's third and one, second and two, and they're not giving it to a fucking bulldozer Derrick Henry. It's like, what do you do? Even the broadcasters were like, yeah, I'm not sure what they were thinking there. When you got Derrick Henry in the backfield, why aren't you handing it to him? I'm like, for fuck's sakes. Maybe they got, maybe they, they might have that, they might have that Madden mindset. You know, when you're like a little kid and you're playing Madden and you got Derrick Henry, it's third and one, and you're like, he thinks I'm going to run the ball, so he's going to stack the box. I'm going to pass it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe they're trying to be sharp. <laughs> yeah, dude. So fake sharp. Hand it to the fake guy sharp. Squares grub with Derrick Henry. <laughs> Squares grub with Derrick Henry. You're fake sharp if you're throwing the ball in third and one. I mean, you're real, fake dude. sharp. For real. But what do you think about that line, though? Another weird line with the Texans. Another weird line. Titans are minus three. So far, I've taken almost every favorite. But I feel like Titans' money line feels safe. Because if Derrick Henry's running the ball, like I only I'll say it again, if Derrick Henry's in the driver's seat, they blow teams out. They beat teams bad. I don't know why. I don't know. There must be something going on in the injury reports because this is this spread doesn't make much sense to me. Um, I don't Daniel know how is questionable and Burks are is questionable on the offense, so maybe they think it's Malik Willis. But even so, even better, Malik Willis, hand the ball off, bro. Hand the ball off. Yeah, hand it off. It's going to be, dude, for, again, the Texans have given me a run for my money the last three goddamn weeks, bro. Uh, I could so see them going up 10 nothing. us asking questions like, what the hell's going on, bro? Uh, I don't know, dude. This is just so scary. Minus three at home for a potential playoff team, a division winner. They got to win this game, bro. They got the Jags breathing down their necks. Um, so I, I, they can't drop this game. No way. So you, you're, are you, I feel you're confident in the Titans as well. I am, dude. I am. They probably will be a surge six piece. Okay. No, I like it. I like it. Um, and then let's talk about the other piece of the goat whale you need. A game that I feel as though is going to be the most bet on game of, of the weekend. Um, the Cowboys started at minus one favorites. Obviously, Jalen Hurts got ruled out. It jumped to five overnight, and it is now at minus six. Gardner Minshew is starting for the Eagles. Give me... Give me the Cowboys minus six. I'm going to take my, the the next favorite I'll just take. I guess I'm taking every favorite is what it feels like. I, every I'm game like, we look at, I'm taking the favorite. But I'm, I want the Cowboys minus six. I feel, you know, fucking Shady McCoy, as if anyone gives a fuck what that guy thinks, just said that Dak is ass on national television. Um, so give me give me the Cowboys. This is the game where the Cowboys go, oh, you don't have Jalen Hurts. We're going to push it out of your home. See, he's going to have three touchdowns for the goat whale, hopefully. Uh, but no, give me the Cowboys. I feel like this is this is a game where 
like Dak, you you have to show up now, dude. Like people are asking questions about you because you've looked like a bozo more times than you haven't this season. And now that the Eagles without their starting quarterback, without their starting quarterback, if you don't cover minus six, Dak Prescott, I'll agree with Shady McCoy and say your ass. <laughs> dude, I can't believe they gave away that game to the Jags last week. I we just had a feeling. We just had a feeling and Trevor goaded up. No, we do. And stole one from the Cowboys. Cowboys have to win this one. This is such a huge momentum swing for the division for both of these I teams. Like I have a feeling about the Cowboys now, like I did with the Jaguars. Like, what do you feel about this game? I, I don't have any sort of feeling that the Eagles are going to win this game. In terms of the spread, weird-ass yeah. number at five and a half, six, bro. But, uh, again, you know, I don't love messing with spreads in the NFL. Big money line guy. I mean, the Cowboys got to win this game, and I think they will. I think they will. Okay, so the Cowboys' money line surge six-piece. Uh, more than likely. <laughs> Put them on the spot. Put them on the spot. Clip it. Make sure more you put them in the clip it. No, I'm just kidding. Dude, you know I'm what I'm kidding. looking at right now? I don't, I've yeah, never seen – it's for sure, obviously, the time of year uh, for it being this way, but I've never seen so many over-unders in the 30s. Very so low on the over unders, dude. So low on the whole slate, bro. Uh, there's I think like six or seven of them that are in the 30s. That Browns game's at 32, but that's gonna be an ugly game, yeah. That's, that's gonna disgusting. be an ugly game, but I love that the over is 46. Obviously, it's in the Cowboys stadium, which is a dome, so the weather plays no factor there. I love that the over is very high because I need CD Lamb touchdowns. So I hope they're slinging rocks and catching tutties because I need two tutties from CD. Like, I need air, bro. I think he'll get it too, dude. Like, he's definitely – I mean, he's the guy over there. There's really nobody else. Dude, like, Noah Brown and, and Michael Gallup are stealing my coins. Yeah, they are. They are. But how many touchdowns does he have? Like, what was the number at? He's got six. I need seven and a half over. Wow. It's it's he's gonna stop. I, mean, I think he gets one against the Eagles, bro. When you play team with the Eagles, you gotta go to your goal. And I mean, Darius Slay is good, right? He's great. Um, he's a pro bowler, but like CD CD normally plays well against good teams, so I wouldn't be shocked if he gets one. Yeah, he's just been getting doubled, so it's been really tough for him to be open in the red zone. It sucks. Mm-hmm. That's why they're getting Noah Brown, who's a fake CD Lamb, bro. Every time I, Noah Brown catches a tutty, I think it's CD. So bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of a high, um, speaking of a high over under, the Vikings Giants game is at forty eight. What do you think about that game? The Vikings are minus four to the Giants. The Giants just came off beating the Commanders after Terry McLaurin got absolutely the wool pulled over his eyes by the ref. Uh, that was one of the most fraudulent things we've ever seen in my life. Dude, this Vikings team cannot be taken seriously. They are something else, okay. bro. So they Giants plus four. Else. I mean. Did I, I, obviously Vikings money lines very appealing to me, but after last week's bullshit, dude, I don't know. I don't know. This this is the fakest. What are they? Thirteen and what four or something like that? Mm-hmm. Eleven. I don't and three. know. That is unreal, dude. They're the fakest, fakest one seed I've seen in quite some time. Um, I, I just I don't. I'm not going to bet that game. I was going to give you my bet for that game. I'm not going to bet that game. Vikings win that game. Wow. Yeah. Are you sure, though? Yeah, I am. They have, <laughs> Are you sure, Daniel though? Jones has no business going into Minnesota. Tough place to play uh, and, and beating the fucking Vikings at home. Okay. 
Um, I guaranteed Surge six piece. I already know it's going to be in there. Um, the minute I saw it, I went, you know what? That's in there. No debate. The Lions play the Panthers in Carolina. The Lions are minus two and a half. If you're going to sit here and tell me the Lions aren't in your 16 parlay, I know you're lying. <laughs> I mean, definitely no, uh, not for sure. But the Lions haven't been in there once all year, believe it or not. Not a single time. I just have been be so... Dude, because everyone, nobody was on the wagon last year. That's why I love the Lions. And now everyone's on the wagon. And I thought it'd be a good idea to hop off the wagon because I thought they would, you know, kind of be, you know, worse than they were. They're 10 times better. They're winning Mm -hmm. games. And I haven't fucking put a single dime on them all year. And it's kind of sad. But, dude, this could be the spot where I sack up, put the Lions in the six, and then they go out and lose to the fucking Panthers. I mean, it could be. I think it's going to be a good game, dude. I, I really do. I think this will be a good game. Um, you know, after Detroit, you know, coming off just beating the Jets, right? I feel like this is this is a good spot for them. Obviously, it's a Saturday game, so that that kind of changes a little bit for for the surge. But I I like the Lions in this spot. I, I feel like they're kind of playing. I mean, dude, they're they're literally three game win streak right now. This could be four, and you know they haven't played great teams on the three game win streak. But I mean. The Panthers aren't a great team. This feels like a game where the Lions should be a free money line piece. I'll be honest. Um, I don't really trust the Panthers at all. I mean, I've grown up a Jets fan. Sam Darnold is fucking ass cheeks, dude. So anytime you get a short spread against Sam, he's not covering that shit, bro. I'll tell you that right now. Um, so I, I like the Lions here. I do. I like them. I didn't realize there was a, an entire NFL slate on Saturday and then only three games on Sunday. Yeah, we're running through the Saturday slate right now. Oh, wow. That's I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, so, I guess one of the – I mean, I don't really want to talk about Raiders-Steelers. One of the last games on Saturday we'll talk about because I also have no interest in talking Ravens-Falcons unless you do. Um, the Niners play the Manders in San Fran with a touchdown spread. <clears throat> Is this the game where Brock Purdy comes down to earth? Or – is this the game where the 49ers continue to steamroll every team? And I say the same thing again next week. Why didn't I just take the Niners? The Niners defense is just way too good. I don't even think this has anything to do with Brock Purdy. I think as long as he's able to move the ball, continue getting first downs, even just handing the ball off, bro. Uh, keep your offense on the field chew the clock and get the hell out of there. This total's at 37, super low. Uh, That defense is unbelievable, bro. They keep themselves in games. They win games with their defense. This is, I think, the best defense in the league. Uh, And I think the Commies' offense is not powerful enough to be able to overthrow it. So regardless of what Brock Purdy does, I think the defense keeps things under wraps in this one. And the Niners, Niners win comfortably, I think. Debo is out. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, questionable. Hyde Jr. and Armstead are both questionable. And then on the commanders, Chase Young upgraded to questionable. Antonio Gibson is also questionable. Other than that, other than that, no really um, notable names. But you know, I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna take the commanders plus seven. Uh, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Wow. I haven't taken a single underdog yet. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take the commanders plus seven. I know I'm gonna look back on this and be like, why the why the God's name did I do this? But I really like this Commanders team, dude. They're frisky. If you just watched the video they released yesterday of their Pro Bowl announcements, one of their guys in their special teams got their Pro Bowl. Like, that's a real team. People are in there hugging him. He's crying. Like, this This is a real team. Um, 
I feel like they got they got done out in that Giants game. That ref, I think, I would love if the NFL investigated that. That had to be one of the most fraudulent things ever. Terry McCoy, <laughs> the ref nodding, Terry stepping up, the ref looking back at the ref, and the ref kind of giving him a sign and then grabbing the flag right as he looked away. I mean, that that should be illegal in in every country. Um, so I think they kind of got done out by the Giants there. I think they score. They probably get the two point conversion. I think they end up beating the Giants there. So I think you're again getting people selling the commanders on bad news and buying the 49ers on good news uh, and a shorter spread than I think it should be. So I'll take the commanders plus seven. They're frisky, dude. That's just not hitting Mikey. Give me the nine is minus seven. <laughs> okay. Let's move to Sunday. We've got some great games. Uh, the first is the most fraudulent fucking quarterback in the NFL. Tua plays the Packers in Miami and two is minus four. Give me Aaron Rodgers plus four, dude. The Packers are back. Fuck the dolphins, dude. They're the I like it. I like it. They're the most cracked facade team in the NFL that is getting exposed every week now. Um, give me the Packers plus four. Aaron Rodgers is back in his rhythm. The Packers are back in their groove. There, I, I really don't see the – like, you know, give me the Packers money line, dude. I don't see the Dolphins even hanging in this game, to be honest with you, with the way the Packers wow. are playing. And if the Packers are really feeling themselves like that, like Tua hasn't been able to throw the past fucking four weeks. So give me the Packers money line, whatever yeah. it is. I actually love it, Mikey. I'm very down to take Packers with you. You're I'm telling me today. it's a four-point spread, and they're not plus 200 on the money line? Give me plus 170. Give me it. I Don't wish it me. was this game that was at, uh, was the primetime night game. It would be a great me one. Uh, but me I too. love the Packers in the spot. That defense is actually good, despite them looking like ass the first few weeks. And the Dolphins, I, I love fading them. I, I, I don't love like it. them at all. So I actually love Sorry. it too. Now I'm I'm with you on fading the Dolphins. Like I love it. Let's go. So give me the give me the pack. Fuck the Dolphins. Um, you know shit. The Jets are gonna win today. I'm gonna take a step closer in the division. Um. Wow. I mean, I don't think you could have scripted two worse games. Oh yeah. I don't think you could have scripted two worse games. Brock play the Rams in L.A. The Rams are minus two and a half. Give me Baker Mayfield on the money line. I'll take two underdog money lines. Wow. I'll take two underdog money lines on Sunday. Give me Baker Mayfield on the money line. Fuck the Broncos, dude. Like, I, I like I just can't with that fucking franchise. Like, they should have – if there was a team that at week eight could have just packed their bags and been like, you know what, let's take the rest of the year off, hit the weight room, figure our game plan out, fire our head coach – and we'll just come next year. It should have been Broncos. Yeah, dude, this uh, this matchup is – it reminds me of last week's Poverty Bowl with the Broncos and Cardinals. This is disgusting, and I love the pick on Rams ML at home. Baker Mayfield in his bag against some bozos in Denver, bro. Come on. Come on. No, I mean, uh, this is a game I want I want to take Baker. I trust Baker to get this job done. Even like though the Broncos it. have a good defense. The Broncos have I a good defense. I still like it. I still like it. Um, it looks run. like Russell Wilson will be a full go. That makes me love Baker Mayfield even more, that Russell Wilson is oh, activated. Really? It's still only a two-and-a-half-point spread. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even know that. Well, that definitely changes my thoughts on it. But still, you know I love the, the Rams. No, take the Broncos. Take the Broncos. No, I'm not. I did. You think I'm taking <laughs> Denver after everything I've seen? It changes year? your mind as if Russell Wilson has played even a sliver of good football this year. I mean, it's it's, be it's, be, it's a ten times better option than whoever the fuck else would be shooting up under center. 
I don't know. I feel like Simeon, Rapian, you know, neither no. of those guys. No, that's definitely <laughs> a little sauce. Rapian, he's kind of a goat. No, he's not. He's nowhere near. <laughs> All right, well, give me Baker on the money line. I'll take two underdog money lines on Sunday. And the last game of the day, I'm going to be an adult. And I'm going to look at you through this camera. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to bet this game. Wow. The Buccaneers play the Cardinals in Arizona. The Buccaneers are minus seven and a half. Tom Brady, you should have hung them up. I bet against you last week because I knew you hung them up. You had a seven-point lead and you got blown out. If you think I'm touching a game where you're playing Colt McCoy in Arizona where you should win by 50 as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, I'm out. I'm out. I don't blame you, bro. I'm I'm literally despised the Buccaneers this season. This game sucks. This is a game for props for sure. I'm not gonna be betting side here. I hate the Buccaneers, bro, and I hate the Cardinals. I what love the Buccaneers going into the season. What what props would you want to take when you say this is a game for props? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it is a gross game. Probably not even a good game for props at all. We can just say this game sucks. <laughs> you know you're going to be at Meemaw's house Christmas night, you know, feeding for some action. This is only the only game on. You're going to throw some shit. You already know. So when you're sitting I next to Meemaw. the first touchdown score. Yeah. I like for, I mean, for sure it. I'm going to have first touchdown score. But That'll be it. Definitely going to be a sneak new prize picks to get tucked in on Christmas Day. And speaking of the sneak new prize picks, let's go ahead and make our four piece for the holiday weekend. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games on Saturday. We've got, or no, eight, nine, 10, 11 games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Should we do two separate four pieces and four piece for Saturday and a four piece for Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Are we down to do that? All right. Let's do the four-piece presented by Prize Picks, the sneak nuke for the Saturday slate. I am going to take as my first leg. I know you're not going to love it because it has to do with the goat whale. But I'm going to take C.D. Lamb over receiving yards. Oh, let's go. You have well, to ball I'm... out. You have to ball out. Like, if you're Dak Prescott, you're playing the Eagles. You could be 0-15 as a Cowboys quarterback. If you beat the Eagles, you get a five-year extension. Yeah, I love that. You know I'm going to be sweating that shit out on Saturday for sure. And so I'm going to I'm going to match you a go whale with oh. Travis Kelsey over receptions. Oh, should we go full goat whale? Derrick Henry touchdown. <laughs> they're not going to. They're not putting that up. Though. It's <laughs> no, minus one sixty. Yeah, they're not putting that up. Should we no. do Derrick Henry over rushing yards? That's so high, bro. So so high. He should grub. I think it's forced. I think it's forced. All right. Well, let's be fake sharp then. Um, and why don't you go ahead and give me Amon Ross St. Brown over receiving yards against Panthers. Oh, okay. Whatever there, uh, whatever field rush yards is, let's go ahead and add that as the fourth leg. I love that. Yep. All right. The four piece sneak nuke presented by prize picks for the Saturday NFL slate reads as follows tail. Or you're a coward. First, C.D. Lamb more than his receiving yards in a big divisional matchup. You got to do your job. Second, I'm taking on Ross St. Brown more than his receiving yards against a god-awful Panthers team. Go bang them out, Amon. Yep, I'm bringing it to the table. Uh, Travis Kelsey over receptions, likely going to be six and a half. And whatever the number is for Justin Fields' rush yards, I'm seeing 70 and a half right now. We're putting that in there. 
Travis Kelsey receptions, and Justin Fields rush yards. Spoon feed us. And now we move on to the four-piece sneak nuke presented by Pricewick. For this Sunday slate, you're getting two sneak nukes for this weekend from the fade pod or the tail pod or whatever you feel. First leg, I want you to go ahead and literally on a platter like Thanksgiving or a Christmas dinner, feed me Aaron Rodgers more than his passing touchdowns. It should be one and a half if they have it up. And if they don't have the passing touchdowns, I want his passing yards. Because okay. I, I need I need to just rudely root against the Dolphins. And that feels like the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh, kind of surgical in my bag for this one. Give me Broncos over sacks. You can't put offense and defense in the same one. Do we have do we have offense in there? You just said Aaron Rodgers. That's offense. I said Broncos, not Dolphins. I know, but you can't have defense and offense in the same entry. Doesn't do matter we where it is. What are you saying? What do you mean? I said you said Rodgers. You can't have a defensive square in a in an offense square too. It doesn't matter if yes. it's the same game, different game. Yes, you can. No, I don't think so. Are you sure? Yeah, dude, if that if you have squares that don't involve this game on offense, it doesn't matter. Okay, let me just make sure because last time we did that, we bought it. No, dude, you can't take like ba- you can't take sacks with like a Baker prop or anything on the Rams. But okay, it doesn't I matter. Take, I was gonna take Baker passing yards, but we'll do. Okay, then I'll stay away from no, that. No, I'll no, stay no, away. No, but keep it in because I'm gonna go somewhere else. Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. They don't even have Aaron Rodgers props up yet, so I don't even know what the fuck's going on. So hopefully they put those up. Um, all right. Well, if you're going sacks, Aaron Rodgers passing yards. Um, God, that leaves us with this Buccaneers game. Why don't you go ahead and give me? <laughs> Why do I want to take like? Oh, dude, you tell me what you. Well, you tell me what square you take in that game. Godwin receptions. Godwin receptions. Oh, that is so good because I wanted to go Fournette rushing yards. I like Godwin receptions and. Do you like Fournette rushing yards or no? They don't no. have it. No. We got Rod. Let's make a three-piece gobbler. P- three-piece gobbler for Sunday. There's only three games. Go Rodgers pass yards. Go, uh, what do you want, Baker pass yards? No, Rodgers pass yards, the sacks on the Broncos, and then your Godwin receptions. I'll yeah, let you take the wheel. That's a three-piece McGobbler. All right, a three-piece McGobbler presented by Prize Picks for the Sunday slate. <laughs> Reads as follows. Aaron Rodgers pass yards more than, than your two legs are one. Yep. We're going – Sacks for the Broncos over sacks and Godwin over receptions in the box cards game. Excellent. Um, all right, I mean, we did say we were touching it just a little bit. Uh, there's no spreads out yet, but let's just talk about, I mean, great games on Christmas for the NBA. Where let's just glaze over them very, very quickly. Obviously, there is no spreads out. Um, but, you know, in terms of props games, I think this is going to be one of the best slates for the NBA. In terms of games I'm most excited to watch, I think Grizzlies Warriors and Bucks Celtics are going to be the best games. Um, I would love to bet on those games. I think this dude, this might be the biggest square board yet where you just go Giannis, Tatum, John Morant, Devin Booker, Ann and Luka all more than their points, and you sit there and watch them all green out. I love it. I love it. The goats on Christmas, dude. That sounds like a blast. 
That's what I'm saying. And I feel like that's going to happen, dude. Like, if there's anything I know about NBA props is when it's Christmas time like this or there's a slate like this when the games are this big and these guys know that everyone's watching these games, that's when LeBron drops 40. That's when Luka drops 50. That's when Jason Tatum drops 45. That's when Ja drops fucking 60 or some shit. And that's when Devin Booker sells you because he'll be the one that sells. <laughs> Facts, bro. I love it. I can't your- wait I can't wait to hammer some props on Christmas Day uh, in these NBA games. NBA Christmas is my favorite. It's interesting. I feel like we don't normally have uh, football, NFL football with NBA Christmas, but this year we do, which I'm really hyped about. Me too. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, So keep an eye out for that, guys. If you want to know what we're taking for those games officially, make sure you follow Trent and I on Twitter. Um, I don't know what the surgical stream schedule is, but – for those of you for after the holidays, um, the Sergio stream is something Trent does every day on the Book It Sports Twitch channel where you can come on, chop it up with him, give your play of the day, and he tells you if it's going to hit or not. And then he puts some of them in a parlay. So make sure you guys check out that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this has been another episode of TFM Bets. We have a four-piece sneak news that's taking place on Saturday. We've got a three-piece gobbler that's taking place on Sunday. We ran through most of the games. We talked about the NBA. Trent, thanks for coming out, dude. Merry Christmas, bro. Of course. Merry Christmas, Mikey. Have a great holidays with your family, and we'll be seeing when you get back. Appreciate all you guys. Hopefully, everyone comes home from Christmas with presents and up units, most importantly. Yep. And gobblers. Appreciate you guys.